That's the show. Everything looks okay. That's good, Joe. Thanks. <laughs> we are live, sir. How are you today? Doing well, man. Doing well. Um, I'm glad. Yeah, no, I just feel good about everything. You know, I don't, it's, you see all this doom and gloom, but man, I just don't see it the same way. So, oh, good. I mean, I don't see what's the bad thing about a recession. Okay. Why is that such <laughs> a bad word? It just means the economy's slowing down and contracting a little bit. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily well, mean the stock market tanks. It no, I mean, the tanks. You know, I, so. I mean, I think, I think for some average folks, there's some problems with like, you know, potential job loss and shit but right now there doesn't seem to be a lot of problems in the job market so uh, yeah I no i do get valid. that of course yeah no there is a lot of the you know when there is economic contraction companies tend to start reviewing employees and they start trying to prioritize the true producers so yeah you, know, you might want to buckle down a little bit but but at the same time you know we were all talking like four weeks ago about some alleged recession the first half of the year and then all the other other articles say oh yeah the yield curves tipped that's an indicator of an upcoming recession so i'm like did we have it are we in it is it coming what i don't know I so don't know. i choose to think that with um you know the indication that there's you know why nobody thought this is beyond me that there's more interest rate hikes to come you know and then the market sells off some when we hear that and then it's rebounds you know, right. a day or two later. So to me, I think that's playing again on this dollar swing where, you know, China cut interest rates. I think Turkey cut interest rates. Um, UK has been raising and Europe's like started to raise. So to me, I think that we're attracting a lot of overseas capital in that's coming into stock market and equities. That's holding it up while some people choose to rebalance their portfolios or sell or do whatever. Um so again, I don't, I just don't know what's coming. I don't see, I, I think it's, it's still looking okay. Now, what that means for crypto in my mind is that, you know, until you have risk on money available, which is usually, you know, winnings, yeah. um, you're not going to see a big influx of new money in other than the institutional stuff. Now, I don't know if that's, you're not going to see retail in my mind. Right. Um, I don't know what's going on with the whales, retail and institutional. I don't know what's going on with institutions. It seems like they're buying. But, um, you know, I just don't. Every time there's a big dip in the market, equities market, people buy. You know, when you look at the Nikkei futures, you look at the global indices, you know, you just don't see. I, I haven't looked in a couple hours, <laughs> but you just don't see total carnage there. Um, and then I looked at the things this morning. I saw ETH was up 10 percent at like seven o'clock in the morning. So. You Not know, now. now. I think it's like three or four or something, but there's just yeah. a lot of capital moving around. Yeah. And uh, Bitcoin's below 20, 19,816. Oh, back up yeah. again. That was quick as I was speaking. Um, bouncing around there. And uh, he said 1529. So, um, you know, 0.55% up over 24 hours. Not horrible maintaining that sideways slide on, on Ethereum. Yeah. And, uh, you know, look, Bitcoin's down, but uh, I know. think, like you said, I think Bitcoin's just sitting in that range right now, you know, that we talked about on the show a few times that sort of, you know, I guess if it's in a true bottom, it sits there on average 12 weeks. Um, yep. I think that started June 15th. Um, so 
that fifth, but that's a 50% wide band too. So, sure. you know, if stuff's moving up and down 50%, you can make money in that market. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah. the question with Bitcoin is, if you want to trade it, does it break down or does it break up? And we just don't know at this point. Now, ETH to me, you know, got a hundred percent band there of up and downs from the low to me, everything there is driving toward that September 15th date. And that's different because I don't feel like ETH is sitting in that bottom range like we talk about Bitcoin because ETH has got a big event coming yeah. up. And so to me, that's a little bit different. Um, but, you know, I think there's opportunities to trade going into that merge. And I think there's, you know, a lot of stuff that we've talked about in other aspects, other shows you know, with the proof of work and the ETC and, you know, the shorts and all that other stuff, there's ways to do stuff there. So I don't see any lack of activity. I just see it kind of just informationally slow right now. Maybe yeah. we just got so PTSD'd out by all the friggin' 3AC, Terra, Celsius, blah, 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 that now nothing really yeah. <laughs> to go down. I don't know, but, um, but I'm not feeling, I mean, I, I feel, I don't feel like horribly bearish. Right. So, no, that's good. That's very good. I don't Look, know if that, I, that makes sense to you or not. No, it does. I, and I get it. I, I, you know, I'm kind of, uh, I'm kind of in muddled brain mode because I'm still friggin' that's right. woke, woke up this morning, felt like I've been drinking all night. I, I don't, I don't know how long it's going to take to shake this friggin' COVID, but it's not making me happy. Um, so why? And, and so I'm, you know, staying drugged up and et cetera. But, um, I, I mean, part of my comfort is probably because I have a lot over in stables right now. Um, so, and have had for a while. Uh, so that's part of it. Um, the other part is I'm, you know, I'm diving deep into this, this Canto blockchain and, and having a lot of fun with it and working on some other stuff. And, um, but uh, look, I have kind of accepted in my head that the stuff that Sean and others are predicting for Bitcoin or Ethereum is possible. You know, thirteen for Bitcoin, what seven, eight hundred for for ETH. I think they're possible. I, I, it's always possible. Um, so I think I've kind of accepted that that's a potential outcome that happens here, and it's also a potential uh, significant opportunity if it does hit those lows. I mean, you know, Absolutely. those are kind of like uh, change your life lows to buy in and expect it to go back. You know. Uh, and break all time highs eventually. So I'm, I feel comfortable. I, I don't feel stressed over the market right now, but um, you know, uh, other folks well, are. Yeah. But look, you know, if it's whether you're trading or you're hodling, just buying and accumulating everything, I think both win right now. You know, I don't like, I would feel comfortable if I was going in with a bunch of money right now or in, starting to go in, you know, I would feel comfortable with both BTC and ETH to start accumulating. Right. Um, right. But I would keep dry powder just in case there is one of those big corrections like that. But if that happens, um, it's going to be V. It's not going to be like another bottom. It's going to be right. the wick down because there's just too much institutional buying going on. Yeah. And there's too much, you know, 26 countries or 28 countries looking at central bank coins and tokens, um, you know, all of the uptake in, within the regulated environment in the U.S. 
I mean, there's just too much adoption. Before in 2018, 2019, I was always like, could this shit go to zero? Right. And, you know, I don't feel it can anymore. No, I, I don't know. I, I have zero belief that that's going to happen. Yeah. So, I mean, it would have to be, you know, the solar flare incident or something, but, but that would take out everything else too. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Nothing know, else thanks. matters at that point. That would take the banks out too. So By the way, know, I'm sure they're shielded and shit. But the point is that I don't feel like, um, you know, I feel like you're in a, that, that bottom worst case scenario doesn't exist anymore in my mind. I'm not quantifying. Yeah. If, if I yeah. do quantify it, it's an opportunity at this point. Right. If it does be wicked down. So yeah, no, I'm, um, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, speaking of, uh, you made me think of something when you said solar flare. Uh, highly recommend a fictional podcast called Solar that my son and I uh, have been listening to together. Really, really cool sci-fi space. Dystopian uh, post-apocalyptic thing? Um, not quite that, um, but could be, but you don't know it because everything's nope. centered on this, um, primarily on this spaceship uh, doing experiments near the sun. But really, really well done, well acted, fictional uh, podcast. Really, really, really good. Highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. Solar. Uh, okay, so Joe, I'm I'm actually considering um, quick early retirement. Um, you remember the other day uh, we talked about um, Fubar getting his own um, Canto C A N T O E. Yeah, is that, that NFT? That, that NFT. Well, guess guess what happened yesterday? You got one. I got one. The guys at uh, Cantos honored me with my own Canto, Canto. Uh, so, you know, life's kind of complete at this point. Don't think I need much else. So you're listing it up on OpenSea? Hell no. Uh, <laughs> I, I, they haven't even, actually, they haven't transferred it to my wallet. No, yet. That's what I was going to say. I, was, but, secondary but I had fun trying to explain this to my wife. Um, and think about that, right? Uh, so first, kind of these pixelated NFTs and how they became popular, what the NFTs are. Um, and then the idea of another blockchain called Canto. And then the joke of it being each of the heads being a toe. Uh, she was just like, your, your friends are weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't see that one going over with your wife like that. You know, I think you got to lead with. Remember how all those bored apes went up to like 37 million or 14 million or 3 million? I, I tried that. I, I tried oh. that. And she said, bored apes? What, what are bored apes? And I was but like, but the point oh, is that you didn't spend any money for it. Exactly. And it has tremendous infinite upside. That's it. It, it. it should be worth billions eventually. It could be eventually. one day. If yeah. the Canto guys execute, basically. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just teasing, fellas, if you listen it. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Yeah, look, it's great marketing for, for the chain. I love that this kind of fun, you know, whimsical NFT project is there. It's very cool. It's fun. So It's got the feeling of early Doki Doki in the sense of, you know, that kind of pixelated yeah. sort of classic look to it. Or what were those other – yeah, what were the ones that were – God, I'm trying to remember the NFTs that were in Doki Doki. Not the pure anime ones, but the ones that were kind of oh, like this. Uh, I know it? what you're talking about. What's like the name was, for it? Are you talking about the Chibis? Yeah, I don't think it was the Chibis. Like the ETH, BTC, 
Oh, those. Them. Yeah, yeah, the ones that represented each each uh, token. Uh, yeah, those are the I can't remember yeah, what they called them, but those were cool. Wasn't there something like this that was pixelated where, like, Elon Musk, it was like... Oh, yeah, no, that was Titan. That was Titan's, Titan's right. NFTs. Titan. Yeah, yeah, Titan did those Titan, NFTs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, those were pretty clever too. Kind of a similar look and feel, yeah, you know, yeah. with the pixelation. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, that's the big news. Well, uh, congratulations, man. That's thanks, awesome. man. I'm I'm a superstar now. So uh, wow, you ought to use it as like your, uh, you know, your friggin' what do you call it, avatar? Like for um, <laughs> I did that. And... I changed it on Twitter to that. So oh, good, cool. Yeah. So uh, um. Uh, I mean, Goon Sarir replied, uh, responded, responded to the accusations of CryptoLeaks.info um, and basically spun this as, look, this attorney, he's not that big a deal. He only did a couple of little things for us in defense on little cases and issues. I'm so disheartened that, you know, people in crypto are taking this seriously. It's all bullshit. It's all a lie. Um, and he's lying. We have not, um, he doesn't represent us on major issues and items. Um, Roche, uh, agreed that this was a lie and wasn't true. Um, he's not responsible for regulatory matters, not on their executive team and rarely use him for outside advice. Um, Hey, can I ask a question real quick? Yeah. Um, and I'm not trying to be mean or anything, but is this another response from him than the one we talked about yesterday, or is this the same oh, did one? Did we that... talk about it yesterday? Uh, such I, a blur. I have no fucking. Yeah, clue. no, that's what I was just trying to figure out. No, no. Yesterday he had, there was not. a. Yesterday there was a tweet. I think this came out later. Whatever. Okay. I will. We'll redundant. Well, it's redundant. But you're right. Yeah. No, this just seemed very similar. I just wanted to. Make I think sure this came out right. yesterday after the show, the actual statement. But it could okay. have been. I I brought it up yesterday, and I don't fucking remember because I'm so drugged up. Um, but. You know, the problem is this. He has multiple times tweeted touting how brilliant Kyle Roche is and his law firm is and yeah. touted his excellent uh, casework in the crypto space and suing against evil people and how he is going to he's backing um how he is uh, charging forward. He's part of this whole thing that they were going to do with the litigation fund within crypto as a DAO. Mm -hmm. And he recommended him. And then now some emails have surfaced where he's saying how brilliant Kyle is. And he's going to be the lead guy for this big project for this litigation funding thing that they're doing together. So, uh, you know, I, I, I again, I, I'm going to, you know, kind of take him at his word because we don't have any hard evidence. I did think that Kyle was probably, you know, Roche was probably um, exaggerating their relationship and exaggerating how much he had done. But, um, you know, it's still a bad look overall. And it kind of speaks to the idea of think about who you have. If you're going, you know, if you're this big and you're this famous, think about who you have on your team, Right. And somebody like this, the, the, here's my response would have been, he said, to, he said in this, you know, look, when Kyle Rose started suing um, Solana and um, IDC, uh, was it IDC? ICP. ICP, ICP yeah. um, We told him we were opposed to that. We didn't agree with it. And our chief counsel actually, or chief technology officer actually wrote an entire article about how bad this is. 
Well, that's the point where you say, you know what, dude, we don't want anything to do with you. You know, that's, yeah, you that's, when, you, that's yeah. when you fire him and you make it public and you say, he'll never have anything to do with us. We will not ever have any, any legal representation for us, et cetera. So at this point, it's a, he said, she said, um, and I don't think we'll ever get down to the nitty gritty of this. Frankly, I think it's harming the good people that work in Avalanche, the people who build there and promote there and or grow and invest there. And it's a great chain and it's a great protocol and it functions beautifully. So I, I think at this point, there's not much more to be said about this unless something really scandalous comes out further. Um, I think the guys at CryptoLeaks hopefully have learned some lessons about how they um, present accusations they still have refused to release the entire video which i think they should have done from day one so people could see everything in context um but i think at this point it's kind of moot and we should all just kind of move along but i wanted to note his actual response and make sure we come yeah it kind of seems like we're talking a lot about you know somebody that just threw out a accusation for whatever reason but you know what what this eman e e e should i mean do, i think I mean, it seems to me like when you see the video and he, the parts of it, he's drunk at the office party talking it up. These guys were probably out getting hammered together and talking up shit and people remember it differently and stuff. But but like you said, this is a fourteen point seven billion dollar entity. Right. You should not be hanging out with these kinds of people. Exactly. And you need to separate from them publicly and be like, while his work was top tier for us at all times, we we don't share the perspective he does of suing other protocols. And yep. so while we aren't involved in that, just to make sure there's no um, mischaracterization of our roles together or our endorsement of that, that we're severing ties. But, right. you know, we wish him the best. Something like exactly. that. You, know, you exactly. cut him loose. Exactly. And stick with like the big guys, you know, Denton's, Hogan, all those big time firms. Because the, yep. they're the ones that keep you out of jail. Exactly. They're the ones that send in the ex prime minister to go, hey, he's a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> or she's a good gal, you know, whatever. Yeah. They're they're a good person, you know. Totally agree. Totally agree. So anyway, I just wanted to give fair coverage there. And at this point, I don't think we're gonna prove anything. So um, you know, let's move along. Uh oh, this is a cool tool. I'm gonna put it in the um, it's just a spreadsheet on Google Docs. But it's a, an awesome list of, you know, uh, some of the bigger projects, uh, 1,500 projects in DeFi. Uh, categories, you know, wow. uh, um, URLs, et cetera, et cetera. And I'll put it in the, like I said, I'll put it in the um, show notes. But um, it's, uh, I, I love when people do this kind of shit. Just start putting together resources that people can use. So somebody the other day put together one of all, um, the biggest crypto VC firms and investment firms and angel groups, um, another spreadsheet like that. So just, just good shit to have good tools, uh, to use a great way to kind of go through and do research on projects. So I thought it was a, a good thing to bring up. Uh, yeah, definitely. If that's in our, that's in our telegram channel, right? Too. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. It's in the telegram channel. Uh, DeFi Llama, they just keep kind of cranking away on project on their projects and building out cool stuff i'm going to talk about them a little more in just a minute um but they just launched this tool which is really smart because you know we're finding that more and more uh websites are um uh, more and more scammers are trying to um take over google search results right and 
they do that with ads or they do that with SEO and then they can put up a website for say, let's say it's Wonderland, right? They can put up a website that looks like the Wonderland website. It's not the actual domain of Wonderland. And then they can capture and intercept people's uh, deposits, et cetera, right? So they're, they're scamming people. Mm -hmm. So DeFi Llama was smart and they launched a tool so that if you want to find a protocol that they have of all the ones they have listed in their system, you can, you can put in the name in this search box, click it, and it'll take you to their website. So you know that the website you're going to is safe, that it is the actual website of the protocol. So really simple thing, but actually a cool tool. What I think they should do is release it as a browser extension so that anytime you do a search on one of the, one of the protocols that's in their list, it'll show you whether that's the correct domain or not that you're going to or pop up something yeah. that, say, that that's not the right site, right? So anyway, thought this was very cool. Uh, I loved that they... Uh, that they're building it and, and, and offering it out to the world. It's smart. They also launched uh, something that we've talked about in the past, which is um, a tool to show you liquidation levels. Now, this doesn't get as granular as I'd like on the lending liquidation levels in terms of uh, allowing C, uh, projects from an API perspective to see which, um, which protocols or which uh, tokens are in the greatest risk or greatest danger so they could actually automatically change uh, how they how things function, but it's a great chart and data on kind of where the markets are in terms of liquidation risks based, you know, for each of the primary major protocols, uh, shows the amounts and then um, shows where they are currently on a chart and a table. Um, so anyway, uh, it shows your current liquidatable amounts, everything. You know, DeFi Llama is just cranking and, and this is not the DeFi Llama show, but I don't think I talked about this yesterday. Just tell me and I'll stop if I did. You remember when we talked about um, the uh, superfluid, right? Yes. Um, and the ability to stream payments. And we talked about this project launching called Llama Pay. At the time, it should have made sense. I didn't realize it was a project from DeFi Llama. Um, but we talked about the fact that Llama Pay um, is, um, was a competitor to them, but they vertically focused on strictly targeting treasuries, projects, and protocols paying people to do work for them, right? So they launched a streaming payment system called LlamaPay that allowed you to easily set up payments for people that are doing work for you, and, and they targeted protocols, right? Which was, to me and you, both we both talked about the time about verticalizing, getting niched down, making sure you're focused, right? And we talked about the fact that Superfluid, which is this big, broad, protocol for integrations as opposed to being just a pay service um, could lose out on some some market share. Well, Llama Pay has grown quite successfully. So um, they did this entire uh, thread on um, how they basically uh, only spent in the low five figures and were competing against Superfluid and have grown pretty dramatically. Um, they only have one developer on the team that's dedicated to it. Um, all they're focused on is making the best product as possible. They talk about the fact that the more people you have, the more complex it gets, the more difficult it makes to keep a product simple. The only marketing they've done, they have nobody assigned to marketing. And all they do is they hire uh, an artist to draw these for every protocol that starts using LlamaPay. And then they put it out and promote it. And then that protocol will promotes it and talks about it, et cetera. And that's it. That's, that's all they have done. Um, 
anyway, they, they spend the rest of the time getting into, in this thread, it's a really cool thread, just talking about the fact that guerrilla marketing, keeping things simple, verticalizing, niching down were the keys to them being successful. And look, I still love Superfluid. And I think as a protocol, it makes a lot of sense. But at the time this launched, I actually sent a message because um, I, ha- I have a pretty good relationship with, with the founders over there and said, hey, guys, maybe release a branded product that's that's niche targeted like LlamaPay is doing because you already have the platform to do it. The interesting thing is everything that LlamaPay does now and offers, you can go to the Superfluid website and do it right? It was already there and it's even more powerful, but you can, you can easily do what you can do on Llama pay in the superfluids in the superfluid dashboard, uh, not without writing, without writing code, just go in and set up payments for people. But because they focused their messaging on protocols and then targeted protocols, I'm sure in biz dev, because they have relationships with all the protocols because they have DeFi Llama, um, they were able to sign up a lot more people to use it and talk about it. Um, with their guerrilla marketing. So anybody building something out there, think about your niches, think about niching down, start smaller or start with multiple niches, but focus on it, keep it simple, et cetera. I, I thought this was just a really good example of kind of a uh, good, good startup practice for this space. Yeah, no, I like that. I mean, I was thinking yeah. about sort of backtrack a tiny bit to DeFi Llama for a second. Um, oh yeah. Shizzy yeah. also after the liquidation list was, just for C5. I, I think it's only DeFi. Yeah, okay. it's all DeFi. There's no C5 in there. Yeah. So, you know, I was thinking about that click through to the website that you, that you highlighted yeah. at the beginning. And I was thinking about CoinGecko, you know, how they show like, uh, you know, put the website address. And I don't know if you click through or what, but I'm wondering if there's like, you know, we talk about all the hackers. If someone could get into DeFi Llama and hack that link. To where yeah, it's a I mean, website address. I wonder if they're taking a, I guess I'm asking, I wonder if they're taking a liability by facilitating the click through versus just posting the website. Um, um, I'm sure they are taking a liability. I guess they probably have a lot of belief in the security of their servers and how mm-hmm. they secure them, um, I would assume. Um, I don't know. But down, but definitely like that it. could be a risk. But it's it's certainly safer th- these days than Google's results for DeFi protocols um, at this time. Well, you know, I was involved with an M&A transaction 10 years ago. It was a company out of New York that did that search engine optimization. And there was a bidding war between an Indian company and a, um, a Chinese company actually got them in the end. But they have like warehouses in Kazakhstan. Well, I don't know if they still do, but they did then. Kazakhstan and Ukraine and St. Petersburg with like tens of thousands of people in them. And all they oh, did yeah. was completely search that word all day long. To yep. manipulate the Google search algorithms. It's not like they're, you know, that's what SEO really is. It's not refining your little text so that people find it in search results. It's some friggin' horde of people banging on the search button all day. Yeah. Um, so it's it gets manipulated. So that's a good good thing either way to kind of try to cut that out. Absolutely. At the Google uh, level. It's good stuff. Yeah. So um I, I forgot what their project was called. Hold on a second. Use Jigger uh, is some kind of tool for helping projects uh, get bots out of their system. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they did an analysis of 60 plus DeFi or GameFi s- services. They found 200,000 bots. And on average, every Web3 game has 40% of the users are bots. Um, great way to sell their 
product, right? Because they provide a method for people to just, um, they can detect the bots and then every bot that they detect, they put up a, a captcha. Well, they actually put up a barcode that the user has to scan to validate that they're a human. Um, but really great way to market your product by saying, hey, guys, we know that you are. This is the captcha thing they do when, when they detect a bot. So if you integrate their project, their product into your platform, you'll be able to detect bots and, and eliminate them. The interesting question becomes how many protocols actually want to detect the bots. Yeah, because right. you, you want that user count, you want the volume, you want the activity. Um, but if they're genuine in their desire to, you know, really grow a community and an ecosystem, then it would make sense using a service like this. They have um, a database. Let me go to the database of uh, all the ones they found in this search. Uh, yeah, that's what I want to see. Here it is. And so this is all of them. Um, I wish they had a method to search on uh, to sort on this by the percent of, but you can see this game Ariva has eighty seven percent bots, buy swap thirty five percent. This one Radio Kaka. <laughs> I haven't heard of me. any of these other than Anarchy X or whatever. Yeah. Bottom right. Let me see. Coin ninety eight. I've heard of a sixty nine. Chain of Legends. Yeah. Chain of Legends. Uh, I don't know Sunflower ends. Karmaverse Zombie Serum at 96% of their users are bots. Uh, that's These are only PSC and Polygon games, by the way. I didn't see any other chains on here. Uh, oh, yeah, Anarchy X, 84%. Avagochi Ava right there. Uh, 30, no, you were going down a little bit right there. Stop. Oh, there it is, 32%. Yeah. Avagachi. yeah, not too bad. Um, anything else we recognize here? Tower at twenty five percent. Venus, I think. I've seen a lot of these names, but I just never did anything with them. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Um, Scrolling down, please. I will, sir. I didn't want to be that bossy. That's fine. Football battle twenty five percent. Looks like the worst one was that ninety six percent we saw. Oh, here's one at ten percent. Yushi. Uh, my DeFi pet token has 41% bots. There's so much shit out there. It's kind of crazy when you think about how dominant um, bots are uh, in all of this, right? So I, I would say this, if you have a need for this product, it's great. I wonder if they have a token. Let's see if this, let's see what the story is with this project. Uh, nope. All of their info is on, on uh, Notion. Uh, the web three antibot. So this is really simple, but they've certainly demonstrated their value and all you can do is inquire, but, uh, you know, if they ever yeah, launch this as a matter. protocol, if they ever launch this as a protocol with a token, I'm damn well gonna, um, uh, invest. I'll tell you that for my own I personal think Gustavo Does he want the list to the, to the table? Here's the table. Oh, you know what? That's not gonna. That link's not gonna come over to uh, LinkedIn. Doesn't allow that. Uh, let me see here. I'll put up a. It's the one at the top, right? Banner. Gallery dot. Yeah, here it is. I'm gonna put it on screen. Yeah. Show there. You go. That's the that's the link, um, to the table. So if that's what you're if that's what you're seeking, uh, Gustavo, uh, that's that's the one. So it's gallery.usejigger, J-I-G-G-E-R.com. So 
Anyway, I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, and look, yeah. I think this speaks to an ongoing, you know, issue problem uh, in all of uh, DeFi crypto is that, uh, well, DeFi crypto, Twitter, Facebook, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, you know, bots are dominating uh, everything in the space. So, um, you know, it's kind of a mess. Anyway, well, yeah, uh, thanks for listening, that's... Gustavo. Yeah, sometimes bots can be useful, though. That's the thing. I mean, I guess if you're running bots and they're all different users, that is inflated yeah. the community numbers. So that's, that's well, not good. Well, here's the question. Um, how many of those, how many of these, how many of these bots are actually deployed by the protocols just to make them look good? Yeah. Uh, you know, and I guarantee you some of that's happening. But, um, you know, I would say that if use Jigger's tech is as good as it seems like, uh, they have a very bright future. Uh, being in that seed round would have probably been a very good thing. Well, look, if you look at some of these, like how do they, okay, that's percentage that are bots. Okay, so look at that Ariva right there, top left, 87% bots. Yeah. 80, 57,000 token holders. So you got 7,630 that are real users instead of 57,000. Yep. Yep. Um, though, you know, that one, you, you can't do much there. But you look at these ones down here that are, have a lot of users, but maybe they're in the 20s. I would think I'd want to know this information and go in and start cleaning Clean it up. Bots. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not fair to, to your that. users. Yeah, yeah. It's not fair to you. Like this one, you know, lovely Enu Finance, you'd think they'd want to go clean that out. Right. And while it's going to harm them and show them only having 18,000 token holders, um, it makes it's better for your users, and I would make a big deal of announcing it. Hey, we're yeah, market that around that. Exactly, yeah, market around that. Go and read. Same with Radio Kaka. I really have no to box. check out Radio Kaka because I, I really want to. I will. I really want to know what the fuck Radio Kaka is. Don't you? Yeah, yeah. Shitty radio, man. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Rock. Yeah, shit radio. Mars 3D Metaverse, popular blockchain game, Metamon World, NFT marketplaces, and more. Is this Radio Kaka? Because this just says Raka. Radio Kaka. Yeah, Raka. Okay. Uh, Mars 3D Metaverse. Yeah. Explore Metamon World. 500,000 unique Metamons. I guess these are Metamons. I don't know. NFT Marketplace. Launched in May of 2021, Raka is a community-driven decentralized or DAO, DAO hosting a, a large and experienced development team, hundreds of community volunteers, and a vast fan base. Raka has become a leading Web 3.0 uh, solutions provider. Interesting. So, yeah. So this is what's always peculiar to me when they're like a solution provider, but they're also a product company too. You know, product being game, but providing solutions to others like building. That shows they don't yep. have enough to do. And their core <laughs> critical application that they have to go exactly. out and for money somewhere else. And so they're distracted from execution. So this is the yeah. kind of stuff that, flag, you know, I've, I definitely red flagged this just because of that. Um, just because of doing other solutions work. I think everybody should be turned in on this project and busting their ass to make it a yep. success. Not, yeah. Yep. Yep. Not yep. coding some other project. But there you go. Cleaning out those bots. How many? What was their percentage? Thirty-five percent. Uh, like for this one. Yeah, Radio Kaka. Radio Kaka. Oh, sorry. I didn't even make oh, it back. Sorry. 
I just closed that. That was stupid. Okay, Radio Kaka had uh, 23%. 23%. See, that's not bad. I can't figure out how to get this off screen. Oh, there we go. All right, look at this. Spaceman Brad. I guess this is their NFT gallery. Oh, that's cool. It'd be cool if like, you could press a button and have a Starbucks delivered to your desk. That would Maybe be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. Or a pizza? Yeah. And it, you guys can't hear the nice music playing in my headset from this. All right. Well, that was fun. You can't don't get to shoot anybody? I don't see any. I can't <laughs> even, like, zoom out. Pretend, of course. You know, I'm not. The music is very exciting. You know what it kind of reminds me of? This game, I, I don't know if it was Sims or something, and it might where you have these, you build these little complex, you have these fights with like 20 other people, like a laser tag kind of thing. Yeah. And they're guns. But it kind of has that feel. Like I can't user do, I mean, building. I don't know what the hell there is besides like NFT galleries. Seems like that's all that's here. It's a bunch of NFT galleries. All right. Well, that was fun. Uh, okay. What else we got? Uh, the Luna stuff. No, Luna, sorry. yeah, Luna Classic pumps seventy percent on ambitions to wipe the past and revive the chain. You know, uh, I've been involved in a couple of these. Let's revive this project things. And uh, 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 Gustavo, that is uh, called Radio Kaka. It's one of the projects we were talking about in the uh, thing. It looks like a guy running around looking at NFT galleries. I'm not sure what else is going on there. It didn't get a lot of interesting gameplay. Uh, but you know, I, I don't know. Those those lunatics were pretty fucking hardcore. Maybe. Okay, you know? I have a confession to make. I'm gonna confess. Oh no! This stuff went in the shitter. You know, months ago, I bought some. Nice. And so I have watched this shit go up like crazy, um, and I sold half of it already. Nice. But, all right, but still, you know. For all the reasons Joe's you're over saying. there secretly running the revival of Luna Classic. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Let me pull up my that's, server here. That's friggin' awesome, dude. That's no, I awesome. just, you know, it was all those things. And I, I kept thinking about dot-com days. And I kept thinking about, you know, Amazon going in the shitter like that or all these other ones going in the shitter. I thought about, you know, the Great Recession and Freddie and Fannie and, you know, the insurance companies, all of a sub a buck. And they're all like hundreds of dollars now. And so I looked at this and I was kind of like, you know, you never know. It's true. So, you know, if I'm willing to throw 500 bucks at Polka Bridge or Define <laughs> or Syphilis Chain or, you know, fucking Mad Hatter or let's just go down the rebase ones, man. There's like a whole host of those debacles. I said, fuck it. Let's just throw in to see what happens. And so it has been going up, you know, obviously. I saw at one point it was up like 8,000%. But it that was right what is it? it's Lunk, right? That's the symbol, Lunk. Yeah, yeah. It's the original. It's the it's the same. It's Luna, but it's called Lunk now. The other Look one is called that. Terra, which is like a two dollar one or something like that. Look, at and they're all dude. over. They're on Phantom. Dude, There's like Joe making bank. <laughs> but I did that on BTT too a couple of years ago, and it's like 
you know, with that much interest That's and that many awesome. VCs and that many people, you know, there's going to be some kind of something. something it's almost something. a billion market cap still. Yeah. They just got to trim out those like. Are people still building something. shit on there? I have no fucking idea. I've never even looked. I don't even look at it. It was just one of those ones where it's like, oh, well, what the hell? That's awesome, dude. I am so proud of you, Joe. So put up a three-month chart. Let's see what that looks like. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. Amazing, Yeah, dude. I'm somewhere That's in that awesome. trough back there. I th No, but go back That's... a little bit further. Go back a year. I want to see when it really sh went in the shitter. Okay. So that is, what do we got? That's, what's the date? May 13th. May 13th. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't that far down. I was a little bit further up from there. So, so yeah, I'm not making money. Eight, yeah, but I'm not up eight hundred or eight thousand. So I want to know what the hell they're doing with it. I want to know what 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 are they building? Are they are they you know are they are people still launching protocols on it? Are they trying to do a stablecoin again? Let's look. At, is it still up on DeFi Llama? Oh, uh, let's look. Uh, Because there was some stuff going on. I mean, they're, they're saying there's stuff going on. You know, all the VCs, everybody had money and trying to figure out how classic, to get it. Right? I'm sorry? 12 million TVL. TVL Is has dropped by 12%. Everybody's selling because they got profit. TerraSwap is number one. Pylon Protocol, number two. You know, Where is it in chains? What's the number in chains? Do you oh, see let me chains? see. It's going to be way down because it's only got 12 million TVL locked. Hold on. Okay, I see it down here around. Oh, no, I don't see it on the. Oh, Terra Classic. Yeah, I see nine, 30 protocols, 9 million in TVL. Number 63. Is this yeah. the right one? Yeah, that's it. Terra Classic, Lunk. Yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting, dude. I'm glad you got some. I'm glad you made some money. That's awesome. But, but look, you know, you could throw ten bucks at it, basically, if you want, and end up with probably fifty thousand tokens or something. Right. You know I mean, it's not like if, if you're messing around and it's like lottery tickets. Okay, I don't. Yeah, know it's like when I made that money on Titan. I I walked. Yeah. I, I I held out for too much because I was a fucking idiot, but um, I still made money on it. You know, but I think this is the kind of thing where, you know, it's a throw something in at it and just forget about it because, yeah. you know, think about all the shit survived from like 2018. Oh my God. Around. And we I'm should like, go why? Through, we, should, we should go through this fucking list and find all the ones that were dead and see what the fuck's going on. <laughs> yeah. And just do like, if you want to talk about like a, we're forked. We're fucked. Yeah, right. Like, you pick everyone that's bottomed out, or, or we just put them put them up there, and everybody does it on their own. So it's a yeah, bit yeah. Your deal is, but you know, just take positions in all of these, and you know, if you're the guy who's woke up one day and you're 25 and you don't have an education, you got three kids and you don't see a way out, you know, and you're listening to this show, um, you know, <laughs> this is something to throw five bucks at, dude. I mean, come on, I'm not. I, I don't make any money. Come on. I, it's not going to help yeah. me out. But, you know, yeah, this yeah. is, we're going to talk about it's going to be too much of a grind for you to grind up from five bucks by trading everything else. This is shit that you just buy and 
throw under your mattress, basically the equivalent exactly. of that and, and go yep. to work. Um, yep. And this could be the thing that, makes it for you but it is a lottery pick okay of course but if so, you throw money away on the lottery this is probably a better lottery actually yeah. if you think about it because if it recovers anything at all you know if all if that fifty thousand gets to a dollar you know you got 50 grand that'd be a fun dow is like uh it, like know, remember that everybody puts in and then invest across all of these remember that company at the end of dot com called fuckedcompany.com yeah that, yeah I, you do yeah. a fund called Fucked DeFi, Fucked Project, yeah, and you buy stakes in all these fucked projects, and you know, I mean, just throw in a hundred bucks and go buy a couple bucks of fucking polydoes. You're gonna have probably half the market cap. So, yeah, <laughs> but maybe Brad, the white boy rapper that's loved in China, whatever that kid's name was, it was Brad too, I think, and um. You know, he was on a Lambo with a couple of Asian girls and he's just, you know, you're looks like he came out of Karate Kid. One of those like, you know, uh, Cobra Kai types, you know, the white feathered, blonde feathered hair or something. Yeah. I never heard of him. I'm not the big Sean rapper. Sean said, how does Joe know my life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got the Lambo out in front of the pub. You got a couple of Guinnesses spilled all over that hot yellow top and you're rolling around with a couple, <laughs> a couple of... Uh, and I don't know what to, how to say it politely. That's hilarious. Of an asshole, but Asian the Fed's body. launching Fed Now in July of 2023, uh, and some of the uh, 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 rumors are that the reason they're doing it is they're kind of freaking out about stables and and uh, want some instant capabilities available in digital format for people. You know, I like it. So now the crypto protocols can get a go up to yeah. the bank window. I mean, yep. that's actually pretty cool because well, they let them, right? Yeah. Now you basically, you know, I mean, it's, they're not just going to let. Hey, let's start up. Hey, I want to win. I want a company at the Fed now window. I want to borrow forty billion just for tonight. Right. I'll pay it back tomorrow. <laughs> and then I'm going to go fucking drop it in a liquidity pool. And go yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent overnight, and then give it back to them. But exactly. but the point is that. There's a lot of rules to be declared, but this is a backstop. So like if Tara, hypothetically speaking, let's say Tara had a, a seat at the window and their shit starts going bad, they can go in and get liquidity backstopped right then and there yep. um, to stop the free fall. And, and again, I'm paraphrasing and I'm way oversimplifying this, but I think it's a good thing for crypto. Now it's going to come with a lot of regulation. Okay. Yeah. And a lot of, there are they're gonna not gonna be any undocked teams accessing the Fed window. I can tell you that. No, no, no. So, so you know you you gonna have to play with the big Sifu's boys. Seafood's at the Fed now window. <laughs> exactly. Seafood's there with Danny, and they're in their fucking. Oh, uh, dude, I outfit. I was I listened to the Danny fucking AMA uh, while I was doing something else last night. Yeah. And this guy, you know, the whole the AMA was all about him. You know, they did that inquiry. I talked about it the other day. They did that inquiry where they were like, you're not showing up. You're not doing what you're supposed to. Who's the mystery signer on the wallet? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. He was. The arrogance. The the his belief that somehow he can just bullshit out and say whatever he wants and everyone will just say it's OK. I mean, it's just amazing. I I, I listened to it and I was in so much pain. I was like 
oh my God, this just is so cringe. It's just everything about this is just brutal. I can't believe people aren't just like shredding him coming up on stage and just devastating him, but they're all scared to, right? Because he's the all-knowing, all-powerful guru that has led them, you know, for so long. And then after the AMA, on the AMA, he like said, okay, everybody raise your hand if you're satisfied with that answer, blah, blah, blah. And he just kind of pushed them past. After the AMA, they did a another poll and asked the members of the DAO if they thought the answers were good enough. And it was like 78% not good enough. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's, it's just a train wreck. I feel bad for those people that believed in this guy and decided to stay in that shit because they're going to regret it. Although they have a shit ton of money. So if they can wrestle control away from him, they do have a shit ton of money. So, you know, and, and you can turn that into a viable product. Uh, you know, it could be a venture capital firm that he promised it was going to be. It could be um, a lot of the things that they said they were going to do, but he's not done any of them. Quick, just a quick question um, on their, how's Olympus been doing? I haven't heard anything. Uh, so, lately, yeah. So actually I've, I, I've, I keep track of it. I'm in a couple okay. of, I uh, did. Yeah. I'm in a couple yeah. of groups on uh, Twitter that of a bunch of original kind of whales in there. Um, they are continuing to build and continuing to grow and build products around it. Um, all of them far too complex for the average dude to understand. Um, and that's one of their biggest problems. They are still building, they are still encouraging and funding teams outside of it to build on top of it. And, and I know there's some activity happening. My One of my favorite people in DeFi, Asfi, uh, is launching an entire, um, I think he called it Olympus Scholars course um, that will take people through understanding the mechanics of it, how it functions, et cetera, um, and helping people kind of get an understanding of the complexities of, of Olympus. But you know, it's just kind of maintaining right now. I, I don't. I wouldn't say there's anything but I um, guess, exciting coming out right now. Do you feel well? You know, because we all that was our theme last year. We were always like, you know, you get the war chest, then you go off with fire protocols, and you build and you expand. How have they been doing on that mission of like? Uh, I, don't, I don't think. I don't. I don't think they've done any more acquisitions except for the ones they. I mean, I mean, could have missed them. But sure. at the beginning of the year, they did some big investments in a couple of different protocols. Um, they put money into other protocols. They are part of the mess over at Faye Rari. Um, and really the, the community is owed a bunch of money. But I don't know. I don't, I don't know all the details of any okay. other investments they've made since then. So, But you're happy with their attempt at executing? I, I don't feel like it's like being abandoned, but I don't think a, they're B, doing Great at huh? A, B, or C. A, B, or C on the, execution. And here's why. The, the execution operationally may be great. The execution from a developer perspective may be great. But the execution from a fucking messaging communication perspective is not great. Right. They're not doing anything to get people excited about using the protocol. And maybe that's their goal. Maybe their goal is just to use the protocol on the back end for protocols and treasuries to utilize as the reserve coin. You know, I, I, I don't know but they're not communicating it. It's not something I'm jumping back into right now, despite the fact that I have a lot of faith in the tech and the people because I just, I don't know what the fuck they're doing with it. Yeah. And, and, and I don't have the time to become a fucking Olympus scholar, you know? Um, and, and they need to, I, I'd like to see them do a much better job of biz dev integrations and that have an impact on the protocol 
and communicating how anybody's going to use this in the future. So what's the whole Olympus Scholar program? Is it three comma three? <laughs> no, it's, it's I, look, I think it's just people helping people understand all the cons concepts built into the bonding mechanisms, et cetera, in the Olympus mm -hmm. infrastructure, how it functions, what can be built on it, et cetera. Uh, I retweeted a tweet from ASFI about it. So mm. anyway, um, one more thing. Yeah, no, I think it's just cool because we want to see, because, you know, I stay on top of climate just to see yeah. what's going on there. And, you know, and, and all the ones we've talked about, you know, yeah. over the last year. So that's one that I just always felt like, not climate, but um, that they could actually execute into something decent. They do. Because it wasn't they, a cult of personality there. No, you know, and the was, underlying- It's pretty mellow, dude. Yeah, and the underlying mechanisms, the underlying engine is very sophisticated from a financials perspective. You know, it's shit that you would see in the TradFi world, plus, plus. And so it's kind of disappointing, but maybe they're working on things I don't see. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know, my little, this is real quick and we got to get out of here. Um, yep. My little quick methodology of research do, using um, job ads. So I saw a job ad for this project called Superform. Um, and the, the job description gave a little bit more detail, but essentially the idea behind this is supposed to be, but they're not, dis they're not disclosing much. They're doing very much the stealth thing, but they're ca basically calling this in their website, um, a, a way of making yield from other protocols composable so that they can be combined in together into multiple yield products. Right. And they claim cross chain. So I went into their Twitter and I noticed that they're heavily advocating for ERC 4626, which is that new uh, vault standard, the tokenized yeah. vault standard, right? That Joey Santoro at, um, at uh, Faye uh, is responsible for having written that, that, that standard. Um, so I'm very curious. I'm going to ping him later today to find out if this is his project or not. Because it would make sense for him kind of in all the hullabaloo of what's been going with Rari and Faye to have this kind of a project being built. But it sounds well, like a really cool. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like a really cool project. Uh, I signed up for their list, but I'm going to try to climb in and see what other research I can do to find uh, find out what the hell's actually going on here and who's involved. Because it sounds very cool, but they're being very um, quiet. Uh, they did launch another site called erc4626.info, which is the one I think we've looked at before on the show. Yeah, it is. This is it's this one that just explains 4626. Again, Joey Santoro built this site, I know, with some other folks uh, that are involved in the new ERC4626 standards. So um, my suspicions are that this is going to end up being something Joey's involved with, but I have zero proof that he is involved with it at this point. So I'm going to ask him, though, and see what he says. Well, it looks, I mean, when they're talking about composable yield, that sounds kind of interesting. Very um, interesting. It sounds like and, a really cool concept. Yeah, where you can basically, it, hopefully it's more user friendly than like, say, the curves of the world. You know, yeah, I, know. I, every time I'm like in one of these platforms, they're like, oh, go dump these little stables into a curve protocol. And I'm like, what the frig's the point? Yeah. You know, for like 0.35% APR, exactly. you know, exactly. do all of that shit? No, I'm not yeah. going to do it. So no, I hope I totally this agree. one comes off something really more, like you said, where you're just dragging a block or something and, and stacking them up or doing whatever to get the additional yield. I think what it's going to be is is going to be something like Yearn, where if you have the basic development skills, you can build your own yield vaults using this platform. But I don't know what they're doing, but... 
uh, it's it's interesting nonetheless, and I and it's now it's more of kind of a mystery for me to try to track down and figure out. Superform, yeah, Superform. Uh, I think it's Superform.xyz. Uh, Twitter handle is SuperformXYZ, and the website is Superform.xyz. I just want to get it over here. Cool. That's all I got for today, Joe. Yeah, I don't really have. Uh, yeah, we covered everything. Nothing oh. extra, but yeah, good show, good show, man. All right, like guys, have a great day. This. Thank you, Gustavo, Sean, and Shizzy all for participating and adding to the conversation. We appreciate you. We love you. We love all of you for listening and watching. Uh, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us grow. Share us on Twitter. Uh, click the little bell on YouTube and feel free to add your feedback and comments to any of the videos that we have on our channel there. We, uh, we do appreciate it. Uh, if you have any thoughts, comments, or feedback or ideas for guests, please don't hesitate to message me, DM me on uh, Telegram and Twitter, B05Crypto, B05Crypto, and on uh, Discord, B05Crypto, pound 2143. Hope all of you have a fantastic day. Joe, I hope you have a great afternoon. Hey, you too as well. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Talk to you tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye.